0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor
1: and the Tom Glavin to his Greg Maddox Jake
0: gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates, information, and picks, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can follow my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. Today is Wednesday, May eighteenth, twenty twenty two, and this episode covers today's best Major League Baseball bets. I'll briefly touch on the remaining games at the end of the show and extra innings. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability. Hitter and pitcher projections, and I'll analyze weather data in order to make one pick and one pick only on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As we go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so I'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day. That is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday, another 500 days, so that's a straight up i think 15 and 15 weeks so far it's obviously weird um yesterday was going fantastic and then the end of the day just fell apart uh the angels had a lead and blew it the rockies decided not to play baseball mm-hmm. until the sixth inning and they scored a ton of runs and then that was like the only inning they played one inning last night so good job one inning rockies uh the mm-hmm. other eight you were awful um uh, Meryl Kelly had, had been our boy and yeah. just complete a second inning gave up like six runs, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was bad. I mean, yeah, it was a fantastic start to the day. Those early games went super well and then the wheels fell off at the end of the day to, like I said, finish nine and nine. Hopefully, we could do better today. And before we get to that slate, some reminders please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit us up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. we love those and try to respond to as many as we can. And as a reminder, I encourage all my listeners to have multiple sportsbooks in their portfolio, especially ones with those MLB timelines. With these at your disposal, you should be able to find an edge on any game. I have a couple that I recommend. The links are in the show's description and on the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash sportsbooks also uh you can see my background at a different location if you hear a dog barking we're just going to pause with the dog bark and then we're going to keep going so we'll see how it's, it's like it's like a live thing like I don't edit this we just roll yeah. it's unscripted I mean I have like some notes but like it's unscripted there's a dog in the house and hopefully the dog is chill but we'll just as a warning it's it's like if there's a siren in the background there's a siren in the background right what are you gonna do right yeah Can't control it <laughs> exactly exactly we're going to start off with an afternoon game here, 210 Eastern, first pitch, Braves at the Brewers, Max Fried versus Corbin Burns. Again, game yesterday, I said I like the Brewers and I like the under, I, and I feel like that's been the microcosm of the whole season. I've kind of, a lot of times i said I like two things, and I've picked the wrong one more than more than half the time for sure. Uh, the under was an easy hit, the Braves got the win yesterday, um, We're obviously in the Dome in Milwaukee, or if they open it up, it should be a nice weather. Uh, The model says Brewers minus 136. I really like this pick. I'm going Brewers minus 133, and I'm giving it an A grade. It should be a low-scoring game, but I I think Corbin Burns is a better pitcher than Max Freed. Nothing against Max Freed. He's a good pitcher, but Corbin Burns is fantastic. And so I think when you combine, again, the Brewers elite back into the bullpen with Corbin Burns, I think the Braves are going to have a really hard time scoring today. I think we wanna take advantage of the fact that we only have to lay 133 with Corbin at home. That's, you're not gonna get this opportunity many times. And if you do, it's gonna be against a guy. Again, not that Max Freed is bad, but if you're getting this number, it's often against Max Scherzer. It's against a Justin Verlander. It's against one of those guys. Freed, I don't think it's in that category. Not to say the Braves can't win, but I think this price is just too low. So A great pick for me on the Brewers minus 133. jake you're a braves fan can the can the can the brewers can the brewers win this one am i am i crazy or what, what's your thought here
1: if, if i if i were gonna pick a winner on this one i would lean the brewers it's akuna is such a big part of the, what the braves do and he's just coming back from that groin injury plus the knee injury so i'm not sure if he's going to play back-to-back games yet so With that's the how, game. yeah that's why i'm kind of sitting this one out because he make he changes that offensive lineup and so I, I want to see what he's going to do before I make a play here. Um, and I think you're right. Uh, Burns is a better pitcher than Freed. I think Freed might get up there in a couple of years. He's still right. young. And, I mean, he's very, very good, but just not quite that level yet. But the play I'm going to make on this one, is I like Burns' is under on the stri- his strikeout total. Okay. Um, what I'm seeing is like eight, eight and a half. And that, I think that's a little high for a a guy that might—he uh, doesn't really go that deep, so you're looking for like he doesn't go past six or seven often, and you're looking for him to get two strikeouts in an inning, or at, well, at least once or twice. A times, yeah. And then if he doesn't strike out anybody out in an inning, it really puts you behind with a strikeout total so high. He only had seven against the Braves last time he pitched against them, so I, I'm I'm playing the under on him this time. It makes sense,
0: and you talk about Burns, right? Every once in a while he'll go, you'll see him go eight or nine, but for the most part, it's like we talked about with that great back end, he is allowed to just go six as hard as he can and then turn it over to the bullpen, no big deal, and so having that freedom um, might limit his inning upside, which, of course, is highly correlated with strikeouts, so uh, I like I like your idea there, and, and we talk about the Braves offense and, of course, Acuna being a huge part of it, but it's also, you know... I feel like every time around we, we, we mention this, but they still just haven't seemed to quite get it going yet. Uh, Ozuna, be some of these guys who are, you know, Olsen's been fantastic, right? But a couple of these guys who are big, you know, uh, Swanson's been very bad, right? And so it's a couple of these guys, it's like they can't quite get all the pieces going. And when they do, that offense is fantastic, but it's just not quite clicking yet.
1: Yeah, it, it is it's frustrating because like Duvall, he's one of my favorite players, but uh, he normally bats so well. Like, is way above his average when guys are in scoring position. Like, he's just it was just clutch all last year and before that, and this year he's I think he's only got the one home run, maybe two, and it took a while for that to happen. Ozuna started off hot and then died. Yep. It's just been. It's been frustrating to me. Uh, Albies has
0: hit a few home runs, but that's yeah. really all he's done.
1: And they're, and they're solo shots. Like it's, right. it's not, it's, we can't ever get like a rally going. but right.
0: Yeah. All right, so I'm on Brewers minus 133 A pick. Jake, you're playing Burns under strikeout. You said about 8.5 is kind of the number you're seeing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All righty, all righty. Uh, 410 Eastern, first pitch Giants at the Rockies. Logan Webb versus Kyle Freeland. It'll be a very nice day in Denver, around 80 degrees. Wind blowing across. This Rockies team still has more wins at home than losses or above 500 at home. They're well below 500 on the road. So I stand by what I've said, you know, they play better at home. They're a team that at home, you can back them on the road. They're going to win a few road games, but you really don't want to back them on the road. And of course, lo and behold, now they've lost four or five at home at two of those losses against the Giants. is very respectable. Two of them against the Royals, not. Um, so, it, it, you know, they've kind of fallen on hard times. It's it's a great question when a team starts to struggle or play well either direction right when is it real when do you ride it streaks end all the time right sometimes the streak ends after four games sometimes the streak ends after six games after eight games you never really know when it's going to happen but right now the the Rockies have been really struggling I'm just going to trust the model on this one the models like the Rockies the models like the Rockies at home the last few days They've shown signs of life in all these losses that we've been on the Rockies, but they just haven't been able to put it together and play a complete game. The model says Giants minus 156, uh, which would provide us an edge on the Giants at minus 151. That's the money line I'm seeing right now. So if you wanted to play Giants money line, I think that makes a lot of sense. With a total of 10.5 in that park, knowing that runs can happen in bunches, I'll just go run line and save myself the odds. I'm going Giants run line minus 105 this is not a situation where it's oh the Rockies have lost so I'm just going to flip I would have done that yesterday because I didn't really love it yesterday either it's just hey there's a reason I built a model it's to try to take the emotions out of it it's to try to find value where there's value things I'm always saying right you can win 60 percent of your plays but if you're constantly betting things better larger than minus 150 and you win 60 you're going to lose money right our, our 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 goal here is not to win more picks it's to win more money and those are obviously correlated but they're not the exact same thing right so i built the model to try to help us find value it says there's value on the giants today you can play the money line i'm just going to go run line a pick for me i love logan webb i think he's fantastic as long as he can kind of figure out what's going on at that altitude huge starting pitcher mismatch i don't think kyle freeland's bad he's just no logan Webb, and so i love backing logan webb at decent prices when I can. giants run line a pick for me jake what do you got yeah, I'm with
1: you here, but I'm um, I'm the opposite on Freeland. I think he's You think um, he's bad? I think he's a below average starter and uh especially in Colorado the, with this way the way uh the Giants offense can really take off at times. It it's kind of terrifying. And Logan Webb is probably one of the best pitchers, and I don't feel like he gets enough respect, like he yeah. like, and it's like people aren't watching him. And I know some of that's the West Coast stuff where a lot of the East East Coast people don't get to stay up that late. but if he can he's worth the watch he's very very good
0: yeah I think a lot of it's just dismissive of Webb it's like oh he's playing in a pitcher's park whatever right but he's he's very good and you make a great point about the Giants offense they are rolling and again you never know when the streaks are going to end right so it's there's no locks right you just it's not that simple so i just want to caution people on that it's not that they will continue to put up these numbers but they have been fantastic and so in general you kind of say a great offense and a great hitter's – or offense is performing great in the hitters park you kind of think we'll keep that going against the average or below average pitcher in Freeland. Lots to like here on the Giants. Yep. All righty. 437 Eastern first pitch twins at the a sunny gray versus Dalton Jeffries, a nice night or a nice uh, afternoon here in Oakland, uh, similar to Denver, 80 degree weather winds will be blowing out, but only in the five below 10 mile an hour. Range, so not really going to affect things too much. Obviously, a huge pitcher's park in Oakland. Again, another thing, another situation yesterday where I picked the wrong thing. I was debating first five under that hit. Was debating game under that hit. Isolated a's under that didn't hit. (laughs) You know, at some point, at some point, I'm going to do that. It's going to (laughs) work better. Um, I'm going full game under here. Seven and a half. it's an A pick for me. I just don't think these teams can get above seven. I mean, they did. It, they got to seven yesterday. Both these offenses aren't as good. Correa's still out for the Twins, the A's offense. The five runs yesterday is as much as they can score. I don't know if they can get over five. Like, I just don't know if it's possible, right? Sonny Gray's a pretty solid pitcher. Jeffrey's probably pretty average. Uh, Model says Twins minus 144, no edge in the side. It's hard to really look one way or the other here because the Twins are the better team with the better pitcher. But on the road, I don't want to lay a number quite like minus 150 or minus 160 with them. That, of course, plays itself into the derivative markets. of uh, Team totals. I just think game under is the way to look. I overthought it yesterday. I'm not going to overthink it today. Under 7.5 at minus 120. A play for me. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm with you here. I don't trust either offense, especially with Korea out, to be able to put up more than five runs and and i, I like sonny gray uh, i think he's had a little bit of a rough start here but i think he'll get it together and like you said playing out in oakland always helps because it's a really good pitcher's spark. uh so I, I really like the under here
0: yep miles and miles of foul territory there which definitely helps so we we're both on the under in that one Five ten eastern first pitch diamondbacks at the dodgers zach davies versus walker bueller a nice day in la lots of nice weather today Uh, mid-upper 70s a slight breeze five to ten miles an hour out towards center model says Dodgers minus 256 this might be our largest model win probability so far this season we'll get more as the season moves along and teams start really taking we'll we'll probably see one up around 80 percent but this one gives the Dodgers a 72 percent chance of winning Uh, Right now, there's no edge on either side based off of the prices. You're not getting prices that large on the Diamondbacks. You have to lay 270 on the Dodgers, which is just a non-starter for me. I can't see how there's value in doing that. I always talk about parlays. I don't love them. I don't really recommend them. But if you're going to be a parlay player, I mean, throwing the Dodgers in a parlay money line, probably not crazy. I mean, they probably win the game, right? (laughs) Um again my model says 72 percent of the time i'm going to go dodgers one line uh, it's minus 137 and i'm going to give this a b grade my thinking here is you don't have a cool day uh, the ball in la sometimes flies out more so during the day now with this new ball i don't know exactly how that's going to play out but in years past L- the dodger stadium has played like a hitters park in the day games when it's warmed up. It's not extremely warm, but, I mean, upper 70s, wind blowing out. Like, there might be a few runs in this game. The difference between Dodgers' money line and the run line odds seems really large. And so I just think that the run line makes sense here. Like, if the Dodgers are minus 270, I would have expected this run line to be more like minus 150, minus 160 maybe, it's just such a big difference. I think there's I think there's value here on this run line. I think the Dodgers win. They're a better team. Walker Bueller, obviously a much better pitcher than Zach Davies. The Dodgers offense, obviously a much better offense. The bullpen, light years better. I think the Dodgers win, and I think they have a really good chance of winning by more than one. So I'm taking Dodgers run line. B pick for me at minus 137. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm with you with the Dodgers run line here. Um, Walker Bueller is nasty. And Zach Davies, this is a bad matchup for him. I think because he's he's not like an overpower you kind of pitcher. So if he's off on a spot a couple times, this Dodgers lineup has no let up in it and it'll just get punished. Um, so I also like, and this really surprised me, Walker Buehler's strikeout total. like the over. It's only at five and a half, is what I'm seeing. Interesting. And he absolutely dominated the diamond back last time out. And so I, I think we're, especially at home, gonna, he's going to do that again. So I, I have. No problem trying to get six, seven, or even eight, nine, ten from him the way the Diving Backs team. I think them and the Braves are lead the MLB, a lead is a bad word, uh, or the worst of the MLB is striking out every game. Uh, they're up around nine, ten um, a game. So I really like that play. I like the Dodgers uh, minus one and a half here. If you are a parlay player like myself, I, I like to tie strikeouts like the over here and the winner together. It gets just get you a little extra money for when those odds get way out there
0: yep I like that idea it makes a lot of sense we we always talk about with parlays the one edge you can have is if you can get correlated parlays and it's harder in baseball you see it sometimes in the right situation we see it in football right if you end up with a you know a, a 14 point dog and a total that's like 30 parlaying the dog in the under and just being like as long as the favorite doesn't score very much like you know you have a, a higher probability of hitting both right so it's kind of like you're talking about there a little bit of correlation there And that can uh, provide a little bit of value there if you can find the right spots. 17 Eastern first pitch, Reds at the Guardians, Tyler Malley versus Cal Quantrill. Low 60s in Cleveland, wind blowing out to left field at about 10 miles an hour. Definitely a chance of rain, so one to keep an eye on here. Model says Guardians minus 135. Four, so you could look guardians minus 132 is the number i'm seeing now i think that makes some sense instead i'm just going to keep going back to the to the well here i'm going to go over seven and a half it's minus 115 b grade pick for me the reds mostly play over games i've mentioned this before with malley he had a pretty good year last year but i project him to be very i project him right about league average going forward and so i think he's getting some respect there Um, that is probably not deserved. I think this total should be eight, maybe even eight and a half at eight. I'd still go over as well at eight and a half is a little bit tougher of an ask, uh, but over seven and a half, it just seems really low. I'm just trusting that the Reds are the one over team in baseball. That's consistent there. And that'll keep rolling.
1: And Jake, what do you got? Yeah, I'm with you. the The Reds bullpen I'll always tend to like the over there because you just need one or two runs off the starter. And like Molly's one of yeah. their better starters. And if you get if we can get one or two runs off him, that that bullpen is going to be our best friends. And Quantrill's is not great either. Yeah. Um, he's been playing very. He's he's been playing average. Averagely, so I I really like the over here because that Guardians offense can take off at times. Did put up like above ten a few times already, and uh, I really it makes this over really nice.
0: And you talk about the Reds bullpen; they got us to the window last night, giving up those late like, couple runs to the Guardians, uh, getting us to the tie at four four, which got us the win on the over. So yeah, that Reds bullpen not very good. And the Reds offense, I keep talking about it's better than I expect them. They put up yeah. more runs than they should. I don't know how they're doing it, but they keep doing it. So yeah, I think I think we got to keep riding these Reds overs um only a B pick for me it's too cold for this to be an A pick right at low 60s with the new ball it's just it's not one that I'm like oh this is definitely an over I really love this one but it's it's one that I like and I think is worth the investment here at oh at this number of seven and a half mm-hmm.
1: 740
0: Eastern first pitch Nationals at the Marlins Josiah Gray versus Pablo Lopez y'all know I love me some Pablo Lopez that guy's fantastic Model says Marlins minus 172. So the model doesn't show an edge here, but I think the Marlins are the right side. I'm going to go Marlins minus 181. Only a B pick because the model doesn't back me up. If the model backed me up, I could go to the A pick. I just think that Pablo Lopez is a much better pitcher than Josiah Gray. Gray obviously has the upside. He's just kind of up and down as most young players are at this point in their career. I can't quite get to an A pick because Gray has the potential to do well. I can't quite get to any pick because the model thinks that the number is probably pretty fair, but I think the Marlins is the right side. I mentioned yesterday, we could also go run line on the Marlins. That worked out. I'm a little more afraid of the run line today just because if Gray pitches well and it's a tight game, I still think the Marlins are the better side. I still want to back the Marlins, but if Gray pitches well, that run line is going to be a tougher ask. The odds aren't great, But I think go ahead and just lay the juice with the Marlins. Don't sweat them having to win by more than one. Minus one eighty one is the pick for me. Be great on the
1: Marlins, Jake. What you got? Yeah, I'm with you. Marlins are. I don't like the Nationals really. Their offense has not too much to do with their pitching. There, it's just their offense is uh, like two hitters. Yeah, really doing it on the couple hitters, and, and they bat them back-to-back back or very close. So yeah. you've got two innings there where those guys probably don't come up to bat each out of every three. Yeah. Uh, so I really like it, especially with a pitcher like Pablo, man. He is really good and not getting talked about enough about how well he's going. Um, so this is this is very easy, Marlins. And I, I'm i not brave enough yet. I might talk myself into it later um, to do the run line, but right now I'm just taking the Marlins for the win. All right.
0: 745 Eastern first pitch Padres at the Phillies. Blake Snell versus Zach Wheeler in Philadelphia. We're going to start off around 70 degrees tonight. Close in the mid sixties, a slight breeze at like five miles an hour blowing out. So not really going to affect anything because it's not very strong. Model says Phillies minus 135. So the Padres might have some value. Yesterday the Padres had a ton of value, um, They should have been favored yesterday. We got some plus odds there on the Padres. That was uh, a good one today. Padres may be a good underdog to take. I don't really like it. I don't really want to fade Zach Wheeler. Um, Blake Snell's also very good. With that in mind, I'll go first five under four. The odds are minus 110. I'm going to give this a B grade. I like both pitchers. Weather-wise, it's solid. It's just that both of these offenses can go kind of crazy at any given moment. So I'm only giving it a B pick because I just don't want to get caught by either offense deciding, hey, let's score five runs this inning. It's just when I can't quite get there to the highest level of confidence. I still like it. First five under four, B pick for me. Jake, what do you think? Uh, me if i wrong, but Snell hasn't thrown a game this year, right? He's not pitched – I know he's pitched recently. I'm not sure if yeah. he's pitched this year yet or not. If so, it's, it, I, I, haven't, I haven't said his name in a while. I don't know that much. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I, that's that's kind of why I'm staying away because I'm not sure what he's going to do in the first game or like there hadn't been. I know he was on the IL for a bit, and that's why Gore was up. Um, so I'm just I want to sit back and watch and see what he does. Um, but before I make a play here, I, I mean I think the under is the way to go. Like the first five is probably pretty uh, pretty good way to do it, but I, I'm not making a play on it because I want to see what Snell does. I don't want his first game to come back and him re-injure whatever it was and then just get lit up. And you're, you're correct. He has not pitched this
0: year. Um, and and, and, I, and I didn't mention this, but that was part of the reason also for first five under, not game under, is I don't – Snell never goes deep. And first start now um, – probably a situation where i I don't expect him to go more than five and he may only go four right but it's it's a situation where we're definitely going to get into the padres bullpen which can be up and down it's got some guys that are pretty good but you know yesterday gore came in and threw three fantastic innings rogers at the back it is good but beyond that you know they've they've got the they've got suarez um guy coming over from a Japanese League, I guess. Or yeah. league. he came over from somewhere, and he's been up and down. He's had some good moments, but you know. So, they, they, but they've got a lot of guys who aren't as good. So, I don't really want to be a part of that Padres bullpen here. Hoping Snow gets us five. Even if he gets us four strong, that's good. But yeah, he's, def, he's definitely unlikely, especially against a good Phillies offense, to go deep in general with the way he pitches and. Uh, especially in the situation it's not like i think he's gonna go seven <laughs> so i want the first five get out of dodge kind of a hold my breath here like i said with both offenses That Philly's like offense can be really good uh, so every time they come to bat tonight it will definitely be a, a hold my breath situation yeah 805 eastern first pitch yankees at the orioles garrett cole versus jordan lyle's had the yankees run line yesterday they were ahead two in the ninth and then at chapman we talk about there's a lot of closers who are just past their prime i think chapman might be one of them every every time he pitched this year it seems like there's either runners on or he's given up runs Uh, he's definitely not pitched very well Garrett Cole, a guy who was fading early and was really struggling and struggled last year on the crackdown of the sticky stuff. Uh, I don't know what's changed, but he's looked really good his last – three of his last four starts, and then the fourth one, the most recent one. He gave up a couple of runs, but he had tons of strikeouts, and his underlying metrics looked really good. So he's either figured out a way to get – to work with whatever is allowed substance wise or he's cheating again i don't know it doesn't really matter i don't really care right what matters to me is if he wins or loses and if we can predict that right so whatever it is he's doing it's working now um again whether it just took him a long time to figure it out or or what i've mentioned this before and i don't want to dive too much on the rabbit hole but people always if you're unaware the idea is that the more grip you get on the baseball the looser you can hold it And if you're used to holding it loose and all of a sudden it starts going everywhere, that could be a problem. That's what was happening. Um, But he's kind of, he's definitely found at the last few starts. And so he's a pitcher that I'm much more comfortable backing now than earlier in the season. We're going to have a nice night in Baltimore, upper sixties, chance of rain towards the end of the game. So something to keep an eye on weather wise there, no real wind to speak of be about five miles an hour out or across Models is Yankees minus 233. That presents no edge on either side. Instead, I'll go first five under four. And I'm giving this an A grade. I really like, again, the way Coles looked lately. And I've talked about this before. Jordan Lyles has got some value. He's pitched fairly well this year. It's a hold my breath situation because the Yankees offense is really good. But with the way Lyles has gone, I expect him to go hard two times through the lineup and then turn it over to the bullpen. If he can get us through four, hopefully that fifth inning, only give up two or three runs we should be good here because I think Cole could hold down this Orioles offense first five under four a pick for me I think both of these pitchers offer some value I think this number should be three and a half getting that push on four I think is clutch so a grade for me Jake
1: what do you think uh I really wanted to pick the Yankees to win in and and the run line, but I don't think it's worth the price up I'm paying, especially money line right now. So I'm, I'm staying away from this one. I think you're right, but I just, like, with Cole, I think he's figured it out. But at the same time, I keep waiting for that other shoe to drop and for him to get busted during a game or anything, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I just got mad at the, of the Yankees in general.
0: Um, Most, but Everyone listening to this is either – Outraged or agrees with you. Like I don't
1: think there's anybody in between, right? Everyone either loves the Yankees or hates the Yankees. That's yeah. the way it goes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I keep waiting for that to happen. But I, I think I actually, with my actual thoughts is he's figured it out. Um, he probably just took him a little bit longer to work with not playing with whatever he was using to help the grip, and now he's back to where he was before that. So it's it's it, the first five is probably a good play.
0: Yeah. And again, I don't want to dive too much on the rabbit hole, but of course there was the, when the allegations came out about the trainer in Anaheim who was helping opposing pitchers, right. I know that Cole was one of the ones really linked to that. And so, yeah, of all, and again, I think most of the pitchers were cheating and it, it, you call it cheating, right? It was, it was a little bit of a, like, everyone was doing it to what extreme. And so I'm not trying to justify bad behavior, but it's the idea that, you know, they baseball looked the other way and this is what happens when you look the other way like this is kind of baseball's own doing if they wanted to enforce the rule they should have dealt with it and now they have but they didn't before so they kind of let things get out of control and i think cole was kind of on the edge of that he really pushed the limits as with most of the players in the astros that's what they did they pushed every limit they could they crossed they flirted with toad sometimes crossed every line possible to get an edge i think cole did that because baseball was like whatever we don't care and then all of a sudden when they decided to care it definitely affected cole the most he really um relied on that just to like let it fly and like you said it just took him a little bit longer than everybody else to figure it out it took a lot it took pictures a little bit it took him longer but he's looked fantastic so uh, yeah I, I I'm finally comfortable backing him as opposed to early in the season when he definitely struggled out the gate still looks like he's got it figured out now 9:10 uh, Eastern first pitch. For some reason, they're starting this at eight o'clock. Unless I pulled the time in wrong, <laughs> it seems like they're playing this eight o'clock local start in Kansas City. I don't know. Um, Lucas Giolito versus Zach Greinke, White Sox at the Royals here. Nice night in Kansas City. We'll start off upper seventies, close at low seventies. No wind. Model says White Sox should win. Obviously, Gialito is a pitcher you want to back. I don't think there's a ton of value personally on either side. Instead, I'm going to go first five under four, and I'm going to give this an A grade as well. The Royals' offense is very bad. Lucas Gialito, very good. The White Sox offense has been kind of up and down. Grinky at these days is a pitcher who's just going to go two times to the lineup. As long as he can get us those two times, he's going to show everything he's got. Uh, keep this low scoring early. The White Sox probably score late against the Royals' bullpen. Probably win. I don't want to have to care about that. I just need me five innings, especially good innings from Giolito. Just hold on with Grinke. Again, I think this is a number that should be three and a half. The fact that we get to push it four, I think they're just being too generous for us. A pick for me. Jake, what's your opinion?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the White Sox to win. I like Giolito a lot, and Kansas City can't score for the most part. They just fired their hitting coach because of that reason. So I think they were ranking at the bottom and everything. Uh, offensively lies and greek is a good pitcher so i don't want to do run line but I, i'm i'm going to take the white Sox to just weigh in on the money line here
0: all right all right and i just yeah all of my times are one hour off i switched time zones and everything got confusing so all these times oh. are an hour off uh, whatever you're probably not listening to this podcast to know when games start so it doesn't really matter but yeah subtract an hour from everything that's happened today it is what it is like i said at the start you know we just roll and see what happens and you get to you get to laugh at us as, as, as it goes along we well old machine you know we look hot take right we should just get rid of time sense, right and just yeah. be like what's it matter you know yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we all especially now with everyone you know working with people across the country right some of you people are like man this guy's crazy but you know hey just th- just let it simmer right if you know it's possible right if, if you lived your life And instead of waking up at 6 a.m., you woke up and it was still like the sun coming up, but it was 3 p.m. Like, would that affect your life? And my hunch is the answer is no, because just a number on a wall that you probably don't even want to change when time changes every six months. Right. (laughs) You know, you just look at your phone. Right. You know, anyway. (laughs) I've, I've, we've gone off the rails here uh, extra innings. We've got a few other games to discuss uh, tigers at the rays an afternoon start. Eduardo Rodriguez versus drew Rasmussen. I'm going first five under here as well. Numbers three and a half. So only a lean for me. I'd rather have four. I don't trust either offense. I like both pitchers, but at three and a half in the juice, it's not one I really like. So only a lean for me there. Astros at the red Sox and night game, Luis Garcia versus Nick Pavetta. I like Garcia. I don't like Pavetta. The Astros' offense, say what? Think you're going to get five home runs in an inning again? I don't think we're going to get five home runs in an inning tonight, but I do like the Astros' run line. It's plus 110. Only a lean, though. Uh, Model doesn't really like it. Um, But I think that Garcia is a better pitcher than Pavetta, and I think the Astros' offense is better than the Red Sox' offense. So I'll take Astros' run line at plus odds. Only a lean. Mariners at the Blue Jays, Marco Gonzalez versus Kevin Gaussman. Model says there's value on the Mariners. I'm taking the Mariners, only a C pick, plus 200, just too high of odds, right? The Blue Jays probably win this game, but we only need the the Mariners to win. We don't even need them to win half the time. We need them to win, you know, 40 ish percent of the time, upper 30s, and this offers value. So lean for me on the Mariners at plus 200, just because if we take these value picks in the lower end, it'll build our bankroll. A similar story, Angels at the Rangers, Otani versus Dunning. The model says there's value on the Rangers plus 144 so I'll take them with a lean it's not one that I love I can't figure out the Angels I zig and they zag only a lean for me on the Rangers at plus odds uh Cardinals of the Mets night game Jordan Hicks versus Max Scherzer two really good pitchers uh, or sorry one fantastic pitcher with researcher a, a, a solid pitcher in Hicks one that's had the potential we talked about him a lot right with the injuries uh but he's looked solid he's rising in my rankings Um, I'll go under seven, only a lean just because I don't fully trust Hicks, but I
1: like what I've seen so far with him. Do you think they're trying to make him a starter, like trying to stretch him out a little bit, or is he just going to be an opener? I have no,
0: I have no idea what they're trying to do. Maybe someone else knows it's, it's hard to be in tune with all 30 teams, but he, so far he's, his outputs looked good. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what their plan is, and of course he was a starter coming up in the minors, and then they yeah. switched him to a reliever because they didn't need a starter.
1: Yeah, then they then he had they closing hurt. for a bit, and then closing hurt, for a bit. Then, yeah, I don't know. He's just a pitcher.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But so far the output's been good, so I'll go under, but only a lean at minus 117. It's not got a ton of value. Slight win out as well, so not one I love, but I think it's probably it's probably a push honestly at seven, uh, but I'll go under with a lean on that one. And the last game, Pirates of the Cubs, there's no line out at this moment. No pitcher has been announced for the Pirates, so I will update that on Twitter. I will say, chilly night in Chicago, 55 degrees, pretty much consistently throughout the game. Anything you want to add on any that, Jake?
1: Uh, no, just watch for the uh, – uh, they haven't come out yet, but Garrett Cole strikeouts, uh, I'm – if it's anywhere from five to like six and a half, I'm probably taking the over. Six and a half is getting real close to the edge, uh, but Baltimore strikes out a lot. Gary Cole's figured it out, and he's been like I think in his last few, it's, still, it's like nine or ten in his last couple of. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think he's really got it. So I'll probably be playing that if it's in that range, but I don't I don't want to take it any higher than six and a half.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. The only thing there to look into that one might be one you want to wait right up until game time is to check the weather if there's rain that hits like in the after the fifth inning and all of a sudden he only gets a five-inning start that would be really yeah. frustrating you know exactly. so that's just keep an eye on the weather on something like that because that could affect uh, exactly how long somebody goes yeah. in a play like that uh, my apex I've got the Brewers minus 133 the Giants run line it's minus 105 the Twins at the A's under seven and a half at minus 120. And I've got a couple of first five under fours. Yankees at Orioles at minus 115. And then White Sox at Royals minus 105. And that is all we have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow with Cousin Jared. Until then... Remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.